Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Big Dog Random Show with your host, Big Dog. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uncles and aunties, I'm doing a show out on the res. This is a special show because we're out here, New Mexico area. Can't really pinpoint where because we don't want none of you weirdos out here. But I finally did it. I got my wife's family sit around the campfire and tell some of their experiences and it's a honor for me because a lot of this stuff doesn't get talked about you know if anybody knows Native Americans indigenous if you will they don't really talk about experiences they kind of keep it under the rug Mexican families are kind of the same like my mom says don't talk about this or don't talk about that because you you know make it come true or bring it back or get its attention so I got my beautiful wife Trita why don't you tell us uh, where we're at and what we're doing oh and this is in honor of her brother Camp Two Feathers rest in peace brother we miss you we love you and we're always thinking about you alright tell us where we're at we are out in High Valley New Mexico, out at my grandparents, and um, we have my aunts, my uncles, my mom, my cousins, my brother, and my sisters, and then their kids. My husband and I, we came out. Don't forget about our kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and our kids, of course, all, all four are here we came out we left Thursday and then we got here yesterday night yeah I was back and forth driving like I would drive for a couple hours she would drive for a couple hours and just drove straight because we didn't want to be late I mean for the camp out so we tried to get over here as fast as we could it was not the way we like to do it but we still made it on time because driving like that you just don't get the rest that you need and I just you just feel worn out and tired <laughs> and that's why I was like oh my god next time we're leaving earlier we will go ahead and start with my auntie Benji let her rip tater chip High Valley, High Valley, that's where I'm from. I am Trita's Aunt Vanjie. And this is my um, childhood territory here. And I'm enjoying my time sitting here at the campfire with my nieces, nephews, my children, my grandchildren. So, there. Um, I'm feeling um, good, I guess. <laughs> I have a daughter that's gonna be that's traveling from Santa Fe, and bless her that she's traveling safe. Yeah, she'll get here safe. Love you, baby, Shannon. So anyway, um, it's great, it's great. But earlier, you would not believe what happened to us as we were cooking our dinner. We, um, as we were cooking our dinner, um, the rain wind caught us on, like we were unaware of the rain wind, and it got us right in the middle of cooking our fry bread and our um, hamburgers and whatever it is that we were cooking. OMG, I mean, the wind was so bad. I mean, we just had to, <laughs> we had to, uh, we had to run inside, we had to run inside, and um, we had to run inside and bring, take all, all our food inside, and 
I mean, it was it was fun. I mean, it was just, it was fun. Um, it was good that we were getting rain on the east side of us, and um, so we went inside and we finished our meal. It was delicious. That's all I can say. Um, stew, fry bread, um, hamburgers, hot dogs. It was wonderful. It was delicious. Yeah. So that's what we did, and it was wonderful. My sis Gwen, howdy. She went home. She couldn't be here with us, but her and I, we made fried bread. So it, it's wonderful. Hey, I'm going to pass this on to the next person that's going to talk to you guys. You guys have a wonderful evening. It's great talking to you guys. I love my niece, Trita, her husband, Felipe. Love you guys. Here, I'm going to pass it on. Bye. feeling like in my body like a like a chill through my body and <clears throat> I kind of felt something was wrong or like something was around the house so I stopped doing the tissues because I got scared and I just I think I turned off the lights or something and I was just listening around and I could hear like someone outside because um, we had a gravel um, where we park, we have like gravel, and I just started hearing this like old man. He was singing like in Navajo or something. I don't know, but he just started singing, and you could hear like um, like he had a stick in his hand, and he was just like drawing over the the rocks, and it, that's all I could hear. And but I didn't want to look out because I was scared. And I, I just kept hearing him sing, and and I could, I could hear because we had like a deck, and we, I could hear him like walking around, like on the deck, <laughs> and I got really scared, so I just grabbed my nephew, and I just ran out the back door, and we ran to the neighbor's house, and I told him that there was something around. So they went and they went to our trailer to go check around the house, but they came back and they told us that nothing, there was nobody, anything around the house. So I, I went, I was at my neighbor's house and I, I went and I called my sister at her work and I told her what happened and I think she came home right away. <sighs> Sorry, I'm just getting chills talking about it. Um, so she came home, and I went home, me and my nephew, and I told her what happened, but I don't know if she remembers, but uh, we were going to sleep that night, and I had, my bed was by the window, and 
I was sleeping and then like I just woke up like I don't remember what time it was but my sister was asleep and my window was kind of like open probably like I say about like two inches open and all of a sudden I heard this old lady call, call my name and I got scared my heart just like started beating really fast and I went and I woke up I went and I woke up my sister and I told her that some lady called my name from the window so we were like I don't remember if she if she came to the window to look out or listen out for for the lady but yeah then after that um, I I don't know I just forgot about it and went to sleep <laughs> but yeah that's my scary story that happened to me um, I think I was only like 15 but yeah I just wanted to share that with you guys thank you for listening bye My name's Nicole, Nicole Dakai, Trita's cousin. Um, I just wanted to share, uh, I'm from Farmington, New Mexico, but I just want to share a little something with you guys that I've been experiencing for maybe, I say, two years or maybe less. But uh, i just been in my room. Um, I've been experiencing like dark entities dark shadows that I would see just when I look a dark shadow would just creep and run by me or um, at night when I'm sleeping um, and I would hear I would feel someone pulling at the edge of my bed by my feet um, pulling my um, bed or pushing down on my mattress while I'm sleeping or sitting on it or tugging at it and I really never gave them the, my attention, give it the attention or anything. So um, I really don't know how it's it affecting me in some ways. Um, and then there was another time to where my son, he's 14 years old, and I was standing by his bedroom door, and he turned. He's like, "Mom, I just seen a dark shadow, a figure go into your walk into your room, and this." dark figure was probably about I'd say seven feet seven feet high and I was like really I was like don't lie to me and he's like I did mom I seen it and I believe him because I do see dark shadows in my room and um and then there's another incident recently recently maybe about a month ago where my daughter she's she's 15 and she went to my room or my closet and I told her to get something from my closet and she went in there and she said, Mom, there's, some, there's someone in your closet. I said, what? So she seen like a dark entity, dark figure in my closet. And she didn't want to go back into my closet or in my room after that. So we went in there and we checked and there was nothing, nobody. And so I think that was the last incident was like about a month ago when we seen a dark, dark shadow figure in my room. So they're just lingering around in my room and so far it's just has been me, my two kids that have seen it only in my room. So I really don't know what that means or what. So I think kind of what kind of caused that was I was hanging out with someone and kind of seeing someone in 2019 I met this person and he was into Satanism and believed in Satan and you know he's been in my house and in my room and he was just a toxic person so I'm thinking maybe he yeah so yeah so ever since then I think he's brought a dark entity into my life and ever since I met him um that's when I got into some trouble and everything just kind of went downhill for me from from that time on but I got through some stuff and 
now is just seeing dark entities in my room. And when I when I see them, I really don't know if they're threatening or if they're there to tell me something or I kind of get scared a little bit when I do see it, but not as bad. But I just ignore it and try not to give it the attention to welcome it all the time, I guess. I don't know. So, But he was into Satanism and <clears throat> so I'm kind of thinking he brought it into my life and I really don't know how to get rid of it or dark figures I guess I don't know if it's Satanism but he was into Satanism like yeah he, he yeah he opened it he had a pentagram on his chest tattoo you know he was into that stuff Yeah. So therefore, yeah. Yeah, so it, it doesn't it doesn't happen all the time. I we don't see these dark figures all the time. It's like like over you know periods of time. But I just want to share that with you guys and maybe you know get it off my chest and just and let them know that yes, let them know that you know they can't take me over and control my life. Yeah. And I don't. When I when I do see it, I don't talk to it. I just, you know, ignore it. And maybe I do need to say something like, "Get out of my house. You're not welcome here. Get out." But yeah, I just want to. Thanks for listening to me. I just wanted to share that with you guys. I appreciate it. I hope everything is better for you guys. Like I said, you don't have to put up with that.
I really don't have any kind of stories like that, but uh, shoot, you know, I had some uh, crazy experiences myself uh, ceremonially, you know. Okay. Going to ceremonies and stuff, and right in the middle of the ceremony, my dad, you know, he had to go outside and yeah, say a prayer, you know, and went outside with him. Be beside him, you know, and he told me to stay focused, and I didn't know what he was talking about. Just handed me an eagle feather, didn't know what to do with it. I was about, I don't know, nine, ten, and uh, held that feather, you know, kept an eye on that feather, but with my peripheral vision, something. Felt this energy come to the side, and that vision came, you know, from my peripheral vision, you know, that, that image came, this dark image. And he told me, Don't lose focus, keep an eye on this. And I did, keep an eye on that feather, you know. But yet, I could still see this image on the side. Somehow, you know, some way, made me twitch to where I had to look over and look at it. And there it was. Some dude with, you know, not even traditionally, you know, but really decorated jewelry, paint, everything that worked can't even make out his face, you know, really scary looking, red eyes, everything right there, that right there, just that little, you know, sight of that, man, this made me paralyzed, you know, I couldn't look away, I couldn't breathe, I couldn't say anything, you know, it's just, I just froze, you know, like that. At each other's life, you know, for I don't know how many seconds, maybe minutes, I don't know. But in the meantime, the whole time my dad was over here facing the east, praying. And then when he got done with that direction, eastern direction, turned south over this way. And as we were walking, he asked me, he said, hey, <laughs> did you see that? I said, yep. I told you. See, see, keep focus. Keep your eye on that feather. Don't lose focus. And that's when I said, okay, to myself, I said, okay, I'm going to do this. And at that time, when we got to that southern direction, he started praying again. Man, that image, that, that. See it again. I could feel that energy, you know, coming back close. But this time it was right behind me. And man, I could just feel that thing breathing right down my neck, you know, like, oh man, what the hell is this, you know, like. And I had this feather, you know. Just kept an eye on my daddy, he was standing right in front of me, you know, see. And kept my focus. And my daddy was just praying away, you know, praying, praying, you know. And he had this eagle bone whistle. Eagle feather too, you know. And I just stayed right behind him. And at that time, man, I think I think it was just trying to distract me or something, you know, to, you know, lose focus or whatever. Like really just moving around, you know, like making noise, all kinds of you know stuff, you know, like yeah, like it was trying to catch my attention, you know, but I stayed focused that time, you know, and then we headed towards the, the western direction. Feel that thing following us around. You know. As we got to the north side, the north direction, my dad, I guess he kind of felt that. I guess you know, he just got kind of got you know, couldn't, couldn't deal with it no more. You know. So then he just you know he didn't pray or anything at all. He just blew that whistle, you know, that eagle bone whistle, and that thing just blew away, man. Like. 
doing way like way the heck over I could just see that guy flying and wherever he was coming from whatever it was and he was mad so mad that you know like that whistle that yeah that that whistle kind of made some kind of weird noise like it didn't before you know like it was losing its voice you know like like that like that whistle lost its voice or something you know like <clears throat> so anyway that's what happened you know and then i was like man what was that so at that time when i came back inside you know it, it seemed like it was like a horse you know like it felt like it was a horse you know hey you know it kind of made me feel like silly you know like you know what maybe that was just a freaking horse you know like but then you know you know deep down i was like man just recounting my you know my memory and stuff like man no it was really something somebody something some, some, something was out there you know and it was really scary you know like man it was like i mean but it was something that you could never really imagine you know how he was dressed how he was you know like made up you know like man he was like so decorated to where you don't see anybody like that you know like and it seemed like all the things that he was wearing wasn't even his at all you know it was something that he had uh, collected from some place you know like like, uh, like grave grave sites or something you know like like people you know <laughs> it was scary man like yikes you know like yeah you know that kind of you know feeling you know and but you know to this day you know i, I still think about that you know but um I, I still have those instruments too myself, you know. My dad we used. So to this day I still use that and I still have it. So that kinda you know keeps me uh, focused on things, you know, whenever I feel lost or you know, however it makes me feel. Sometimes I feel scared, you know. And I, I, I bring that, you know, I bring that out and use that, you know, towards whatever it is that energy you know and that seems to help me to this day you know and so anywho all these uh bad energy is uh i don't know where it's coming from or who it's meant for whatever but it's not for everybody i think you know and it, it's it's some some people they really get affected by it you know and some you know it just kind of like runs off them like uh duck to water you know so anyway um i guess i'm one of the lucky ones <laughs> that got to uh experience that and uh come out unscathed you know so to speak you know and so that you know i just remember those times like that you know anywho uh that's my story and uh wait hey there yeah uh none Okay guys, I'm back. I'm back. Treat us Aunt Vanjie. Okay, I have I have one I have a story. I have a story. Maybe I was twelve years old. I was we came we must have we must have went to a, a movie and we came home late. And my older sister is only like a couple like a year we're only like a year apart and we went to bed everybody came home everybody was home they went to their own way to go to bed and i went to bed she went to bed and we laid down covered ourselves and and i we're talking for a bit and I turn I turn myself around to like I told my sister good night oh oh it was here I I said good night and I I turned myself around and um, I was I was about to go to sleep you know, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I felt this chill go throughout my body. And I'm like, what the heck was that? And I laid there for a while. And then my sister, 
whispered to me. And then she said, like, like really scared, and she was like whispering so low, I could barely hear her, but she said, do you feel that? And I'm like, what the heck? I said, yes, yes I did. So I turned myself back around slowly. I mean, I, I, I felt like I was frozen, but I made myself like turn, turn back towards my sister. And we were just like, what? what the heck was that? That was so weird, you know. She felt the chills. I felt the chills the same time that she did. Yes, yes. We were all there. My whole family was there. And then um, the next morning we were talking about it. And I don't know, maybe we told our parents. I really don't remember. But... We were pro we were thinking that maybe it's our grandma, maybe it's our grandpa, maybe our relatives. You know, we're just around our home, and since we came to bed, they probably thought, well, you know, we need to leave. I don't really know. I I don't really understand. That's the only thing that I remember. I felt it. My sister and I felt it at the same time. And that was the weird part. It was really like, oh my gosh, this is scary. But that was my experience at one time. My grandma Fanny said to Rosalind, to her, that person that's um, bothering the doorknob, trying to come in, you will see them the next day. And sure enough, the next day, that man came. Yeah, that man came to visit them. And, 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 and. This is only for five gallons of gas. This is only for five gallons of Unnatural spirits, oh yeah. 
uh, I encountered it and oh, I kind of like focused it out. Uh, I don't want to believe it. It was a small, it was a small house, like maybe 14 by 20. Yeah. How big is it now? It is, it 15? has grown, no, it, it has grown, that, huh? yeah. Uh, it's probably like a 24 by 40, maybe. 24 by 24 maybe. Oh. It's just Bunk bed, bunk bed. I used to lay on the on the on the top bunk bed. I don't Face to face in that window, uh, it looked real creepy. A creepy face, no. On which side of the house? Which didn't niche me on the on the west side of the house. The kitchen window? No, it was uh, it was on the west side of the house. I thought it was. It was a long table. It was a different. It was a different house. Before the door. You know where the bedroom is right now? Where I'm, the bedroom is. Your your window. Yeah. And I saw something. And. What did it look like? Just like a flash, a flash, and the banana. It looked like um. It looked. It looked. I can't explain it. it looked, Just like it wanted to scare you. Yeah. Like play with you? Yeah. And I don't, after that day, then I've been out here every night by myself. You know, then I don't know. Then to this day, then I have never experienced, I have never experienced anything strange. So I think. Myself, you know, it goes to different different people every time. Maybe it might be the same being, but it goes through different people. It went through me when I was young. Maybe when I was probably about uh, nine, eight years old, when I was still going on placement. Placement going. This is the darkest place in the world to ever say this is the darkest place. And I don't know. And then we have stories and I believe it. So I believe your stories, but me no scare. Me no scare you, my son. There was this one time too, um, we were, we were standing outside, um, of my mother-in-law's house on the, on the porch, and we seen something on the left side on top of the hill, it looked like a horse, it looked like a, it looked like a horse, we, well, we, we thought it was a horse, we are like, oh, it's just a horse, you know, we just ignored it, and then all of a sudden we just, like, heard, like, a, like um like something flying but it was like loud and you could hear you could hear like the wings like like that and here when we looked to where that horse was at it was gone <clears throat> and then like we heard it again on this side to where the that white trailer we used to stay and it was like standing on top of by that street right there and I was like, what the heck is that? And then, like, all of a sudden, like, right when I said that, and my husband's all like, 
Hey! We just seen it like take off up into the air and it just like flew. And I was like, what the heck was that? And I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, that's what I was telling my husband. I said, that freaking, I said, that looked like a Jersey Devil. And then he was like, what is that? And then that's when I Googled it and I showed him a picture of it. He's all, what the heck? He's all, that did what it looked like. This is my wife's story. My story happened when I was about five or six. In the same area, right? And it's the same area that we're at. The trailer used to sit on this property. And, um... I remember one night it was full moon out and my mom she my mom she came and uh, woke me up while I was sleeping and it was about two or three o'clock in the morning and I remember she was talking to me in Navajo telling me to uh, if she can braid my hair and I was just confused and wondering why she was wanting to braid my hair in the middle of the night while everybody was sleeping. And so we went out the back door and we sat on the, or I sat down on the steps because it was a trailer and I just remember looking out on the road towards the road because you could see the whole area lit up at night from the moonlight. So you can see everything out there. I mean, out here. Out there in the res, like you're talking about like in the moonlight, right? Yes. It was pretty dark, but you could see the... The moon is pretty bright out there. Yes. And you can see everything. And I just remember her braiding my hair and talking to me and and then I don't remember what happened after that, but I just know that when I got older, I just recently I would say about 5 6 years ago I told her that story and she just freaked out and looked at me like I would never or told me that she would never do that to me in the middle of the night because she was very scared of going out in the dark especially with me or by herself and it just freaked us out. It freaked me out because I was like, well, who did that then? Who took me out and braided my hair and sounded exactly like you? And it was like talking to me in Navajo and just like my mom used to when I was little. And then I just keep thinking about it like, what was that? that did that I don't know maybe it's something that <laughs> I don't know how to say it that we're not supposed to talk about well I mean it could be I'll say it because it's like I said they're not they're very superstitious uh, they believe maybe it was a skinwalker or some sort of shapeshifter or something that was acting like her mom had sort of cloned her or like changed its shape to look like her and talk like her yeah that happened to me around 19 in the 1980s oh wow so you were little little yes out in the reservation Navajo reservation now do you remember anything like while because I mean braiding your hair 
is gonna be like something that is gonna take a while it's not something that's really quick was uh was it having a conversation with you or was it yes singing? i remember her talking to me and i don't really remember what the conversation was about but i just remember the braiding of the hair so you just focused and on the braiding the hair braiding and yes was it like rough with you or no it wasn't very gentle yes like my mom Hmm. And I'll tell you why my mom was scared of um, the dark. Um, she told me that she was scared because when she was younger, she had really long hair like mine. And she would like leave it over the edge of the bed. And she said one night someone pulled her hair like really hard. And she laid there. She said she grabbed her hair and she like pulled it all to her side where it doesn't hang down off of the bed and she was waiting for one of her brothers to like come out from underneath the bed but she said that when she went to look where they were laying she said that they were all laying down sleeping where they sleep because the boys used to sleep on one area and the girls used to sleep on one area well, everybody slept separate Mm -hmm. So she said that she knew it wasn't any of her brothers or sisters and ever since then she said that she was scared to go anywhere by herself at night or even lay in bed by herself. Wow, that freaked her out. And that's in the same area here where we're at right now. I'll tell another story. It's over where my other grandma used to live just kind of over the hill my mom and dad used to live there for a while and one night we were in the living room and i just remember that my dad told us to stay inside and not go out to stay in one area and they sounded like they were scared or like they seen something I don't know what they seen but I just remember that they grabbed their rifles or whatever that they had and him and my uncle they both ran out the door and then you could just hear them like running after something outside like chasing something mm -hmm. they were chasing something outside Now I know out in that area they have a lot of Bigfoot sightings. I think it might have been something like that. It could have been, but they didn't say when they came back. We were trying to ask, I think we were trying to ask them what was going on, but they wouldn't tell us. I just remember that. Wow, that's pretty freaky. Y'all were all little kids when that happened? Mm-hmm. We were all little. I was like... I don't remember. I just know it was little. Little, little, like eight or nine. Seven, eight, around there. Old enough to remember. Yes, it's scary. That's why when I'm out here, I just think about all the stuff that's happened. Now, one thing I do gotta say is that it's very beautiful out here. It's sort of deserty. A lot of sagebush and was it cedar trees I mean it smells wonderful in the morning especially um, and it it gets really dark at night but this you can see the stars I mean this is you know I'm being from Texas and all and there's a lot of light pollution but when you get out into an area like this where it's really dark and there's no light pollution for miles and miles and there's really no, there was no electricity. They usually power everything with a generator, but um, there was no uh, no electricity. So we, you can see the Milky Ways and the galaxies and everything. And it gets really cold at night. It's very beautiful out there. And there's really not much wild animal sounds, but you, I mean, you can hear coyotes every now and then. Um, 
sometimes dogs barking and uh, I think one of the I think the second night we were there everybody was having this story time and uh, I ended up going to bed because I just wasn't feeling good and you know you're tired from the drive and the trip and everything and then that sun will kick your ass I mean it is really hot if you're if you're in the shade you're fine but as soon as you get in the sun oh my god it will cook you so the second night I was just worn out and I just crawled up into uh, the tent I have on top of my truck and uh, everybody and he's been trying to take a nap all day <laughs> all day I'll try to take a nap and she'll be like oh I'm gonna be by myself or I'm gonna be this everybody left <laughs> To their grave. Yeah. So, um, I finally started to go to sleep, and the kids were having a good old time. I mean, they're all running around with their cousins and listening to scary stories, and they were having a good old time. And they were off on one part of the uh, property, and uh, they were hearing telling scary stories, and. Uh, it sounded like somebody walked up behind my um, tent and I was just kind of like okay who's I was gonna call out to like who's there but I figured maybe it was someone just using the restroom or whatever but they kind of just stood there for like maybe 15 minutes and then just walked off I mean I don't know what it is I'm not making no you know assumptions but just kind of odd and then probably about 20 30 minutes later i heard whistling now whistling out in the riz um it's just something you don't do a lot of people know you know you don't whistle at night especially out in that area i heard it twice the first time was really really loud i mean enough to make me kind of lift my head in the like what is that and I thought I thought it was their other cousins that came down because uh, everybody was waiting for them everybody was waiting for Jacob and John 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 and you know these guys they have a lot of fun with the kids and tell a scary story you know they're the fun uncles they took them on a tour like in the middle of the night yeah they all kind of walked off to this other area but it was opposite of where I was Cause I could hear them screaming and laughing and having a good time. They like to scare the kids. Yeah, so they were doing that. I mean, it's probably like, I don't know, 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, yeah, the whistling and everything came from the other side of the area. And the, the night before, the first night when we got there, it was so quiet. And me and my wife were up. We were just kind of sticking our heads out of the tents. I got the kind of tent where you could lay down, just open the flap, stick your head out. And uh, that's what we were doing. We are just kind of both staring off into the stars and everything. And we could hear whistling further out, but on the other direction. But none of the kids were out playing. It was the first night everybody went to bed or sort of early. And uh, yeah, that was kind of weird, but the second night it was like right on us really close so i don't know if they the kids playing around laughing and screaming uh got something's attention or what's going on so that's that's crazy there uh, but i don't think anybody heard it you didn't hear it did you the second night did you know Okay, like, cause there were people talking. They were sitting by the campfire, and I was kind of away from the. I could still hear people at the campfire, but I was kind of like, I don't know, about 30 feet, 40 feet away. So we want to give a shout out to everybody that was there. Go ahead, baby. Um, I want to give a shout out to everyone that came and hung out with us for the weekend first of all my grandpa Johnny and my mom Rosalind Rosalind she's a sweet woman best mama 
and then my uncles Dennis, Melvin, Berlin, my auntie Vanji and Gwen, Gwendolyn. Fry bread queen. <laughs> and then my cousins Jacob, John John, Shannon, Nicole, and her kids, Angel and Uriah. And then also my uncle Nordy and his wife. And also my brother Levi or Eric and Levi. And then my sisters, Frida, Kendra, Colette, and their kids. Wasn't there someone else, the younger couple? Oh, um, it's gonna be my sister Frida's in-laws, Lyle and his wife. Yeah, thank you guys for joining us as well. Yeah, they're really cool people. They're really nice. Um, and then their daughter. And then my auntie, I want to give out a shout out to her. She just stopped by on Saturday to say hello. Um, auntie Orthelia, thank you for coming by to visit us for a bit and saying hello. Yeah, thank you everybody. I had a good, a good time. You know, it's been such a blessing for me because her family's accepted me and they're really cool with me. and. You know, everybody, yeah, we we cooked food, and well, they cooked for us. They cooked for everybody. They made stew and uh, steamed corn, and uh, what else did we have? Squash. Everything was good. And, of course, we had... Uh, Navajo burgers. Yeah, Navajo burgers. And Gwen made the, the fry bread. She makes really good fry bread. I need to have a talk with my wife and say, yo, um, you need to get your fry bread game on, girl, because the only time I get good fry bread is when we come to New Mexico. I mean, my wife can make good fry bread, but... I don't man, make it. She doesn't make it en enough, and she doesn't make it like her aunt. Her aunt makes really good fry bread. No, my fry bread comes out light. Well, gotta put some more... <laughs> But she told me to put more bacon powder. Bacon powder, that's what she said. She's, she's like she asked how it was, and she and she described. It. She goes, "You need more." <laughs> she goes, "How much do you put in there?" And then I put like the amount on my hand. She's all, "You need more than that." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, you need to put more in. So we're gonna try that out and see how it works. We would like to thank everyone who participated in giving us, telling us their stories. Uh, we have my auntie Vanji, Colette, Nicole, Angel, Berwin, Dennis, and Frida. So, her uncle was speaking in Navajo, and basically he was saying that something when he was younger was peeking through the window, and later on we talked to him, and he had kind of described the face a lot better he said it was like kind of a cross between Leatherface and Freddy Krueger but it kind of looked like dried up mud and he said it kind of maybe was some sort of old mask because he was describing the eyes they were kind of looking like somebody was looking through like wearing something but he said it was just so horrible and creepy I think we're gonna be out in uh, the folk Arkansas uh, camp out with uh, Keith Crabtree So we should be there. I think we are vendors. Oh, we're sponsors too. sponsors and we're gonna be vending We'll probably be selling some little stuff here and there and uh, of course I'm gonna have my equipment maybe to do collect some uh, some stories. So hope to see you guys out there Yeah, uh, yeah, gracias. Thank you. Thank you Yes, and um, And then one last thing I want to say is um, dedicate this podcast to my brother Fabian it's gonna be one year on September 26th that he left us so it's pretty hard being without him and we miss him 
We think about him every day. There's not a day that goes by that I don't think about him. And I always think about the times we had together and the last time we got to hang out with him. How we didn't want to leave him, but we did. But I know he's with us every day. Thank you for listening to The Big Dog Random Show. Before we go, I just want to thank everybody who supported my show, uh, the people that are sponsoring me. I just want to say thank you. If you guys would do me a favor and share this show and contact me at the big dog underscore random underscore show at yahoo.com and i have a facebook page big dog random show you can contact me there but again thank you for everybody who's supported me i appreciate it all my guests everybody who's listening thank you thank you thank you thank you